You are about to witness history in the making. Welcome to another Pop Culture Gamers episode. Um, this one will be a little bit different because as we're recording this, the um, Summer Game Fest with the Xbox showcases are live. Also, off the back of that, we'll have the Starfield um, deep dive. So, Hayden, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks, Steve. Looking very much looking forward to this, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, there is going to be a few surprises, I'm guessing, but... We, we, there's some things that we'll probably say as we, as we go along because I'm sure we've all got our thoughts on what we'd like to see in this. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to go. Help so, would we, know, would we know, just go and say run VT for this one? <laughs> yeah, let's press play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on three, two, one, zero. Is that good enough? Turning the TV off because I don't want to see. I was finally doing this, Roy, because I was going to make a sandwich. Okay. Let's do it. What do I think about heroes? Well, we've all seen that. I didn't know he was going to be in a new uh, place. I'm I'm just trying to work this one out. Comically massive weapons. Because it's what you call it off the IT crowd, isn't it? They like to rough up so, yeah. Richard Iwadi or something, isn't it? With the I can't remember. Yeah. Every single night. I like On a day to day basis, I'll say the true hero is me, someone who's breaking new ground with fruit, with veg, on the agricultural side of things. Just look at them. Not wafting around mythical creatures. <coughs> yeah, it's got to be fable, you're kicking chickens. Wafters. You see, I'm not here. Well, that, I remember the image of the original trailer. I'm here and, um, to conquer the vision. And back a seconds when they had you dip into the castle. Let's face it, the age of heroes is over. <clears throat> this is the age of innovation. This, if you will, is the age of death. One moment. This is awkward. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why is this mixture of random giants? I used to love that program as well. Well, at least we know it's finally coming now. So it should be about six months, shouldn't it? Hopefully, when with Game Pass. So no day though. World premiere. <clears throat> World premiere. 
Pumpkin Games. Didn't they do that one I hated that I regretted? Oh, the... We Happy Few. Yeah, that looked a bit like... Um, had some of the style of Bioshock, but... That's it. Babel. Mm. This looks a bit like Tim Burton's Nightmare on the before. Yeah, I'm not picking. You what? No, I'll go. You won't get it. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Shaking bones. Been a while. Not sure what this is. So, you remember that favor you owe me? I'm looking for a creature. Huge, sneaky, teeth like knives. No? Well, hey, how about you guys? No? Nobody? <sighs> Not helpful. Mm -hmm. Sneaky. What do you think of that? Don't know, not enough information. Premiere. These are dangerous times. Very interesting. At least that's what I hear. The Empire? They're everywhere. But the world here? belongs to the syndicates. If I want to survive, I have to play their game. Looks like I'm all in. She's in here somewhere. On second thought, I'm out. Finally be free. 
wherever that takes me. I'm here to offer you a way out, okay? Get off my ship, Jalen. Give me a chance. You're gonna have to trust me. It'll be dangerous, risky. But if you pull this off, you'll never look over your shoulder again. The underworld shows no mercy. But it's a big galaxy out there, and I'm gonna risk it all. Title, but 2020. Mm. Yeah, I remember hearing chat about that about several. So months. there's a Ubisoft tomorrow night. Mm. Wow, Fable, South of Midnight, Star Wars Outlaws. Welcome to our first ever double feature, the Xbox Game Showcase, followed by a deep dive into one of the most important RPGs ever made, Starfield. Gaming is the I'm most powerful of all entertainment. It transports, <laughs> it challenges, it connects us. And it's just incredibly and awesomely fun. That is why Team Xbox <clears> is committed to building the greatest the latest, to play. Greatest by new partnering console, with the most ambitious uh, of gamers, anyway. And by unleashing the power of the gaming the community. <laughs> enabling all of us to play the games we want with our friends anywhere. From mobile devices to PCs to consoles. The lineup we have for you today is just incredible. These are the works of the very greatest creative teams from around the world. Can we see a bit more of Fable? We made this show for you. Yeah, to be honest, I don't the really largest, want to most engaged and globally diverse fan base in Xbox history. You are the heart and soul of Xbox. Yeah. Your passion drives us, and you are the inspiration for the visionaries whose games we showcase today. From me, and all of the team at Xbox, thank you. This next game is from Thunder Lotus, the award-winning studio behind Spiritfarer, who've gone back to their combat roots with an amazing co-op raid-focused action game that is uniquely theirs. All right, everybody, it's time. World Premiere. This sort of art style is used quite a lot nowadays in games, isn't it? Yeah, I think we've seen it quite a few number of years now. Just for those sort of small indie games. It's kind of like a full anime sort of look really, isn't it? Mm. Interesting. Considering how bad it is to actually try and get um, six players together for a raid on Destiny 33 might be a bit challenging. 
nowadays I have that focus on multiplayer rather than hmm okay. be a game that you'll play about 33 times and then give up on well actually once I was being kind right, multiplayer is <laughs> okay hey, just in and out nothing to it isn't it must be put the mask on the table yeah, it looks like it's a bank raid, so this must be paid uh... Everybody hit the floor! Franchise I've never got into. No, I didn't. Like a shooting, but he's fallen off the side of the building. <laughs> the waste of a bullet. I mean, it looks good, I just don't want to play that sort of thing. It just doesn't inspire me. No. This is going to be a multiplayer game. I'm sick of multiplayer games. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's going to float somebody's boat, I'm sure. I'm sure I really know a lot of players like it, but, it, you know, we can't all like the same games, World can we? Premiere. No. Here we go. What do you reckon? Is it a remake for Persona? Possibly. Being Atlas. So this will be right up your street. Oh, yeah. It's oddly not for me. <laughs> this is not, this is probably the R.A. for the remake. Yeah. I was wondering three. There you go. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Well, I think that that was probably irritable. Hmm. I mean, Hellblade should be coming up at some point, I would have thought. I wonder if it's going to be available on PlayStation as well. Hmm. Because they're not really saying exclusive for Xboxes, are they? They're just saying world premiere. Yeah. This is the next Ubisoft game? Yeah, this would be Assassin's Creed Mirage, won't it? Thank you. 
Oh no, maybe not. Obsidian. People okay. don't like you very much, do they? Yeah, just the fallout and you break it. Sent here to the living. It did look initially very much like an Assassin's Creed game. Emperor who couldn't mm. bother to come himself. I must admit, I'm really dead disappointed at the views of the new Prince of Persia game. I was hoping we were going to get like the proper 3D one. It's uh, 2.5D one. Seems to be corrupted of okay. their souls. You want us to trust you, but the truth is, you scare us. It's not as loud, is it, by the The power you wield. Not sure. I mean, we have been waiting for that. You're either here to say. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it's uh, Skyrim wannabe. Or destroy us. Okay, forward. Oh, I reckon this is loud. So now that you have all this power, what are you going to do with it? There you go, I'll try it. And Steve. Well, that'll be interesting to play. I have no doubt that'll be one that'll turn up in a humble bundle at some point in about a, a year after it's been released. Mm. Interesting. <clears throat> See you, thieves. Under Lucas' title. Yeah, Sea of Thieves 2, isn't it? It's Pirates with a fable sort of. Oh. Monkey Island. There we go. Should have realised with the title of Monkey Island. With the title of Luke's on Melee Island. Wall to wall rogues and scoundrels. So, did Fable copy the art style right for you? Monkey Island, did Monkey Island copy the A ship with just a splash of Genesequois. No, I don't know. I mean, Monkey Island seems to be Governor Guybrush. But Freeport's not set foot out of that mansion for almost a year. Hey, what do you think you're doing? I told you no autographs. Though I see you have a meet and greet ticket. And I guess it's not every day I mean, it's that very you get much to the meet the mighty pirate Guybrush well, Threepwood. Mm. The legend of Monkey Island. Fable. 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 Yeah. They chuck has turned I mean, the memories I mean, of his island into a prison for Guybrush. Yeah. Well, is this going to be a multiplayer game or is it going to be single? No, this would be, I think this is going to be a multiplayer than the last one. It would be multiplayer inspired. Because everyone does keep showing far darkness, so it's... From the sea of thieves, you know.
Magic, they didn't say what. World yeah. premiere. I think it would be very mission based this rather than just hmm, gallivanting about in America or wherever. What's the new flight sim? Like an ornithopter. Oh, this is coming from Microsoft Flight Sim, okay. Yeah, that ornithopter. So, this must be a June DLC for Flight Simulator. Hi, Melina here, speaking to you from our performance capture stage at Ninja Theory, where we have just wrapped our there shoots for Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Yeah, when so we first showed gameplay for game. Hellblade 2, it was a look at some of the game's cinematic and immersive action, where Senua faced off against ever. a gigantic troll mm. on the Icelandic coastline. That's her who plays uh, Senua. Today, we're taking you deeper into Senua's story, her personal quest her unique perspective on the world, and the intimate journey that awaits um, you in Senua's saga. 
What you'll see today is all captured by the team on Xbox the Series X. Documentary that was about it. That she was like mm. a perfectionist or something originally, wasn't she? She was a was a electrician. She can feel them slipping through her soul, following the threads of her mind. She's here to find them. The ones who hide. She needs their help with a promise. A question. But it's never so simple, is it? Wisdom has a price. And there's always a part of you that changes. A part of you that darkens. And a part of you that dies. Over there, that pool. to do. Let them down. She is ready. They know. Go. 
these around you, Senua. Those you have saved, or those you've led to death. Definitely wanted to play that. Mm. Probably got another year to go there. Wonderland of promise plucked from post-atomic blight. The fruit of years of prudent progress and determined reclamation and 15 million dwellers worth of keen imagination. From the heart of West Virginia to the depths of the pit. Well, we owe it all to Vault 76. No matter if you roam alone or spend your time with friends, you'll find a home in Appalachia where the good times never end. There are relics to uncover from a time before the war, along with loads of friendly folks to meet and enemies galore. Our world is always changing. Greater foes are overthrown as we embark on expeditions into thrilling new unknowns. Yes, from Appalachian settlements to Nuka World on tours. You're never short on things to do or places to explore. Think you've seen it all, eh? Well, how about this? Pack your bags for an escape of Epicurean bliss. Put your rad shield on and fix your hair up pretty because we're headed for the boardwalk of Atlantic City. So there you have it. Now you know. There's a million ways to make the wasteland your waste home. And when you hear adventure calling, when you're looking for some kicks, answer the call of Vault. Answer the call of Vault. Answer the call of Vault 76. Play it now with Xbox Game Pass. So they're advertising a game that's not new. The expansion, uh, we're obviously um, talking about. 
World Premiere. Wait, Forza. I'm sure it'll be coming. Capcom. General Motors' historic commitment to performance is, is embodied in two of its iconic oh, yeah. brands, Chevrolet and Cadillac. The V-Series.R elevates Cadillac's competitive spirit to a whole new level with its thunderous V8 and hybrid power. The legendary Corvette has been a celebrated champion for decades. The all-new Chevrolet Corvette E-Ray continues that tradition. General Motors is proud to usher in a new era of competition with the innovators behind the new Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport and General Motors are pairing their strengths in technical excellence and sophisticated modern design to take bold steps into the future and bring that experience to gamers. I'm thrilled to welcome the Cadillac V-Series.R and the Corvette E-Ray to the home I of like competition. Mm. Yeah, I know you're ready. You've got this. Let's tweak the car's performance for the next one. I'm feeling the vibe, taking my time, life. Deep in the maze, making my 
I shine bright, whoa. I'm gonna make it, I'm going sky high. Ah, 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 ah. Never hold back, right, 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 right. Cinematics. Have seen betrayal. Endurance. Ambition. And courage. I am the one who knows. Toronto is under attack. By Null Sector. There's something different about Null Sector this time. They've taken over most of the city and they're rounding up Omnix. They need our help. People are answering Vincent's recall. There's new blood on the team. And we have so much to teach them. Stop no sector. Maybe we can save the city. Coming through. Been a while, Vivian. As if I didn't have enough problems already. So we fly up there, smash through anything that gets in our way, and 
I hate to interrupt the moment, but I'm picking up reports of more attacks in other cities. It's a fight they want. I say let's give it to them. <laughs> Engage. Target marked. Time to create peace with bullets. Yes, I would say so, actually. It's going to be like a kid version of it, isn't it? I mean, the graphics and everything are the same, it's just got a big persona. Just as the Phantom Thieves can help the Rebel War. Never forget that we're a united force who can rely on each other. Are you going to play it? I'll probably dabble in it, but there's other games that are probably better than this. Unfortunately, returning will be no easy feat. Somewhere deep inside, I know you realize things can't go on like this. So, will you take a stand beside us? Yeah! Let's show them what we got! Because when Persona used to see, we always just be on the first version. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this is Persona Tactics then, yeah? Mm. Basically. Will we see a Gears title as well? That was my other question, I think. Will we see a Gears 6? Probably not. I've not even heard rumours about that. Mm. Here we go. Humanity has always had knowledge in the unknown. Starfield. The wonder is... Not that the field of stars is so vast, but that we have measured it. because we're committed to the biggest question of all. What's out there?
You're part of Constellation now. Part of our family. We do not fully understand all that is at work here. No finer group in the stars to be unraveling this mystery. I'll follow you from here on out, Captain. Grab jump is ready. I love this part. These artifacts could be everything we've been looking for. Another great secret the universe is asking us to unravel. Human settlements throughout the galaxy could be at risk. We are not stopping. Whatever lies at the end of this road will change humanity forever. This is where we belong. Day one, day one. September 6th. I might be back in the country by that point. A couple of days after. for me. It's got that weird um, aesthetic style of animation that is not real but it isn't, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sort of like very cartoony. Mm. But looks good. And from a distance looks quite realistic. Not totally though.
think that'll be one that I'll be interested in playing. I hate games where you have to do really high climbing. Cause World just, premiere. I don't like high climbing. It just makes me feel queasy. So what's good for showing anything over mid-2024 they go, you know, maybe 12 months from? style going on in here, isn't there? Mm. I think art style does sometimes put you off the game for turn three. No, I wouldn't say so because sometimes I think, oh, I think I'll give it a go. And sometimes I've been pleasantly surprised. Mm. Looks like it's got a few uh, interesting um, sort of environments. Oh, you were. I'm very you, excited you wish. to be returning as Johnny Silverhand in the upcoming expansion for Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. This new adventure reunites Johnny and V on a dangerous spy mission and introduces Idris Elba as secret agent Solomon Reed. It's really amazing to share the screen with you, Idris. It's cool to be a part of this game with you, man. Um, as a player, You'll get to visit Dogtown, an unexplored part of Night City, and rescue the president of the new United States of America. Expect a massive expansion, twists, secrets, and plenty of stuff to do. I know the team at CD Projekt Red just keeps raising the bar when it comes to telling cinematic stories in video games. And I really can't wait for you to play it on Xbox Series X and S. But enough talking. I'm guessing you want to see for yourself. And so it is my honor and pleasure to give you and introduce the official trailer for Phantom Liberty. Check it out. There's got to be a way out of this. Johnny. I'm dying. There's nothing can stop that.
V. My name is Songbird. I'm an NUS intelligence analyst. I know about the bomb ticking in your head. And I can save your life. What's the catch? I need you to get to Dogtown. Attention all Dogtown residents. President managed to crash her Space Force One into our humble district. Man's got a thousand and one reasons to want Myers as a hostage. Sleeper agents. Time to wake them up. So NUSA is tossing us back into the fray, huh? Stay sharp. We're in the wolf's den now. Get Myers out of there. Time to evac. Her safety is the top priority. Shit! They catch us out here, we're dead. Wait, hear that? God almighty, it's moving! Run! ratted us out. You know, V, treason ain't ever black and white. It's a charade, V. Wherever she goes, people get hurt. Bodies drop. Just want what Songbird promised me. The cure. The situation's changed. I need to know if you're with me. Illusion of freedom draws in the desperate. Take your truth, V. Come on. Got iron in your head. Gotta put it to someone's head. Pull the trigger. If I don't do anything and do it soon, I'll die. Sim then. Is it Sim 2023? Sim, where are the next book? City or City Skylines, do you think? No, <laughs> probably Sim City, I would thought. That's the Microsoft one, isn't it? City Skylines was also available on Game Pass as well. Mm. Looking at the, um... I thought the Sim City was a game, isn't it? Hmm? I thought the Sim City was a year. It might be. Skylines.
僕を覚えてるか国民の信託を最も集めし者が次なる王となる資格を得る者とする陛下のお命が奪われるなど Something we don't know about. Yeah. And bring hope. Safe, do you reckon? Back to our people. I know, I mean, we've seen it. Okay, Alan Wake's been on the um, base station. Event the other day. We've seen a few bits of that. And we're not going to see more of Fable for a minute. Then we're going to get. So. I thought the way they kept showing the back was the. Uh, Hexagons. I thought it was going to be safe, but it's clearly not. Mm. Well, you can, unless there is a gear six or something like that. Must be a halo. Together, you can save. We've got to have something up there for the, the last end. So really give it that wow moment at the end. The cheesy even could have been, um, you know, cyberpunk or something like that. This is the Bioshock. <laughs> no, I was just thinking that. It's very much that sort of graphic style, isn't it? Is With Bioshock 3, couldn't just come to mind in my head then seeing all the um, all this. 
But it only takes one rebellious little gear. I do need to complete that. Oh, it's If you resist my rule. If you alter, this is a multiplayer game. If you threaten what I have built, there is nowhere in space or time where I will not destroy you. Obviously, the mechanic kit, the mechanic is that you can go and run back time. It's funny, but this that's exactly what uh, we were talking about in the uh, oh, no. Facebook what group. We were talking about Prince of Persia, if you could like keep switching between sort of timelines. We thought that'd be really cool. Puts one in your scalp. Definitely got that feel, hasn't it? Mmm. Thank you all for joining us. Today is a special day for me and the team. I'm excited to see 11 games showcased from our first party studios. We opened with Fable from Playground Games which will bring the franchise into the modern era while staying true to its British style and humor. Compulsion and In Exile shared their first original experiences since joining Xbox with South of Midnight and Clockwork Revolution. And we are thrilled at how Avowed is shaping up for release next year from the RPG Masters at Obsidian. In addition to Avowed, our studios will deliver Hellblade 2, an all-new Microsoft Flight Simulator, Towerborn, and more in 2024. Later this month, players can look forward to Elder Scrolls Online Necrom and Sea of Thieves Monkey Island. As we look to holiday, we will launch Starfield and Forza Motorsport, both built for Xbox Series X, S so and both PC. At the same time, which you're play. We are also honored to share 14 games today from this our creative cool, partners, also like Star well. Wars Outlaws from Ubisoft Massive in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games, 33 Immortals from Thunder Lotus, Kunitsu Gami, Path of the Goddess from Capcom, and more Persona games coming to Game Pass thanks to our continued partnership with Sega Atlas. I'd also like to congratulate the Studio Zero team on Metaphor Refantasio. It's great to be able to premiere what is next from the creators of Persona here in our showcase. We are focused on putting our players and game creators first in everything we do. No matter if you choose to play on Xbox, PC, or over the cloud, all gamers are welcome here at Xbox. When it comes to our consoles, we have heard your feedback on two fronts. 
1st, we have significantly increased our supply of Xbox Series X, making it easier for fans to find globally. Second, we know you've wanted more storage with Xbox Series S, and I'm excited to share we have some news there as well. And now for the one more thing you've all been waiting for. Hmm. Prepare for the most comprehensive deep dive we've ever done for the biggest game we've ever built. So sit tight and enjoy Starfield Direct. everyone, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to Bethesda Game Studios. You know, we've been so lucky over the decades to make the kind of games that we love here. And that's thanks to all of you from the Elder Scrolls to Fallout. We love creating these worlds and playing in them just as much as you do. And throughout all that time, we'd often talk about and dream up the space game. What if we could take that feeling of being who you want to be and exploring a new world but set it in space, where you weren't really limited in where you could go or what you could do. And that is Starfield. Obviously, we've come a long way since then with the games we've built, our technology, and all of us here in the studio. We've done so much together, but well, we've never tried to make mm. a game like this. Today, you'll get to hear from many on the team and see so much of what we think makes our game special. So let's jump in and take a look. I do hope it's good. Starfield is our first new universe in over 25 years, but it's still a Bethesda RPG through and through, where you step into a new world and you get that feeling of unlimited possibilities. But this time, it's not just one world. Well, it's over a thousand worlds. Because the choice of where to go, it's not ours, it's yours. And it wasn't until now that we had the technology to create it. From the rocks at your feet, to the mountains in the distance, to the people and creatures that live in these worlds. That isn't just a backdrop. That moon is actually there orbiting the planet. Yes, you can visit it too we realistically simulate the galaxy around you. 
our next generation lighting model uses real-time global illumination to light the world based on the type of star and the makeup of the planet's atmosphere. We also have an all-new animation system. And of course, you can play it in third person, and you can play it in first person. We love exploration and rewarding it, but you do explore differently in this game given its scale. That usually involves exploring an area you've landed in. You can collect resources, do a mission, and maybe even stumble upon something unexpected. Is it me or does this look like No Man's Sky? Well, they can have some of those elements in there, aren't they? We do love stuff and all of the items allowing you to pick everything up. And you can view all that in your data menu. This is the hub for everything you're doing, from your skills to your ship, your missions, and your inventory. We love to pack a ton of detail in every object, from all of your weapons to spacesuits to food. We just obsess over the details and food. We obsess over food. When you're done exploring, you can walk back or fast travel to your ship. We have companions and crew you can take with you. I left Vasco here back at my ship. Welcome back, Captain Howard. And he can even say your name. Let's head out. Our mission was to convey the wonder and majesty of space exploration to evoke the romance of the golden age of early spaceflight. And we've been referring to this approach as NASA punk. This means a design language where the tech is advanced, yet still looks grounded and relatable. For us, it's, it's that contrast. That's where the visual interest is. Obviously, the NASA, which is the rigid, hard function over style, and then punk, which is all about style. You can see that visual style coming through in your ship. Your ship is your home for you and your crew. And like many of the spaces in our game, it has a slightly retro and analog touch. A bit yeah, of lo-fi rather than sci-fi, where everything is well used, worn, and lived in. Alrighty. What's the plan, Captain? This is your star map. It starts with the planet you're currently on. You can see all of its info and resources. You can choose a landing spot or fast travel to known locations. Backing out further, you can view all the planets in the system. Obviously, the game is big, and it's here you can see planets that have key locations, missions, or life on them, versus the many planets that are barren but resource-heavy. Zoom out even further to see all the systems in this part of the galaxy. Here, you can plot a course to ones that are light years away. This uses your ship's grav drive to fold space and jump to these systems. And you will need to upgrade your ship and skills if you want to jump to the most distant ones. But for now, we'll plot a course to the Alpha Centauri system 
where we can find the city of New Atlantis. city like New Atlantis, your eyes are guided upwards to just these boundless, vast buildings. It's the biggest city we've ever made, not just in size, but also in the amount of custom art, crowds, and quests. So the main focus when we're designing a city is obviously what supports the story. We try and tell as many small stories as possible. This is a colony war memorial. It's a few moments of gameplay that make the space feel like it's full of real characters that are going about their day-to-day -day lives. It's paralyzing if you really stop and think about it. Buddy, it's coffee. It's also where your adventure with Constellation begins. Welcome to Constellation. We have a lot to talk about. By the time you meet them, Constellation is sort of seen as this mythical group. Most people don't even know they exist anymore. They're the last true explorers in the galaxy, and they're trying to find the answers to some of humanity's biggest questions. The artifacts are so different. Telling us so alien. Of, uh, and I'm certain of one of them reached out and spoke to you. The artifact. If you could place it on the table here. Oh my god. Look at how it's coming together. That means there's a set built by an intelligence outside the settled systems. It's definitely an eclectic cast of characters. You've got Sarah Morgan, the ex-soldier and adventurer, now mm. Constellation's leader. Matteo, the theologian who believes that there's definitely something else out there. Noel, the gifted scientist and Sarah Morgan's protege and Walter, a very successful businessman in the settled systems and Constellation's financier. Anything goes as long as you have the money. There's also Vlad, the ex-pirate, Sam Coe, the former space cowboy, and Barrett. You know what I hate about these pirates? Completely resistant to my otherwise irresistible charm. The journey you take with Constellation is just the first of yeah, many you have. The well, Systems yeah. is home to all kinds of different stories, people, and adventures for you yeah, to uncover. Yeah, it was the space trucker sound, although it did seem to call it out there with the uh, ship. The United Colonies is where you'll find New Atlantis, the first major human settlement in space. The people who live here value law, discipline, and the legacy of humanity. They consider themselves the true children of Earth. You ever think of joining up with a vanguard? Help the United Colonies even get your UC citizenship? New Atlantis isn't the only city within the United Colonies. The city of Sidonia on Mars to this day serves as the largest mining facility for the United Colonies. Beyond the United Colonies' reach, 
you might find yourself in a much more wild and independent coalition of star systems. This is Freestar Collective Space. The capital of the Freestar Collective is Aquila City. The Stone Root Inn is an Aquila City fixture. Kamikai, getting when some vibes of Firefly and some bits of it as well. <laughs> to do what's yeah, best for the people. Neon started out as a fishing platform, but is now known throughout the cell systems as a pleasure city where almost anything goes. If you've got morality issues, this definitely isn't the job for you. Ryujin is hiring the best and brightest of today for our future There's also clear inspiration. Everyone has been chewed up and ground well. up by Neon. Mm. Try not to get yourself killed, all right? Outside the bounds of civilized space, there are still plenty of unclaimed systems to explore, but these areas are also home to the most hostile factions in the galaxy. The great serpent hungers. All heathens shall be made dust in time. A new face. This is the face of a brave runner here to challenge the Red Mile. They think the galaxy is theirs. They are wrong. It belongs to the Crimson Fleet. It always has. In Starfield, we're pushing our cities and settlements further than we ever have before. It's all there, waiting for you. A slice of humanity's future. So, ready to get out there? Throughout the galaxy, there are so many things to see and stories to experience. But the most important story is the one that you tell. I'm the type of person who spends hours in character creation, and I think people are going to be really excited when they see all of the improvements we've made. One of the biggest overhauls was done through our character generation system. We scanned a wide range of faces from different age groups and ethnicities. And by mixing and matching all that data, we were able to create highly detailed and diverse characters. We use that exact system to create all the characters and NPCs you're going to see in the game. So any character you see almost always is a character you could make yourself. Hey, come on. Come on. Okay. Take it easy. You were out cold. Uh, no physical damage. Mentally, the jury's still out. You know who you are? New recruit for Argos Extractors? Ring any bells? Any of this look familiar? You start your character creation journey as though you're cycling through employee records. You'll pick from a lineup of 40 presets, and that'll be your starting point. Your journey from there can be as detailed or as quick as you want it to be. This new system has more to offer than ever before. It's also the simplest character generation system we've ever had. We let the player get as close as possible to make whatever they want. With the various facial morphs you can blend together, the dermesthetic and makeup, blemishes, scars, piercings, teeth settings, it's a lot, but I think it's the most fun to use. Character creation is more than just how you look. This is also where you start to decide who you want to be. That's where backgrounds come in. Backgrounds give you a bit of backstory and start you out with three basic skills. 
from chef to dusty. You know, the crew still has a betting pool about which restaurant critic you must have crossed to wind up here. What's great about backgrounds is you never know when yours is going to come in handy. You could be in the middle of a fancy restaurant talking to some guy, and suddenly you learn he needs a beast hunter to help track down a monster. Fine. I probably should stick to professionals anyway, given what happened the last time. We're also giving you the option to customize your build even further by letting you pick up to three traits. Traits are completely optional, and they come with their own advantages and disadvantages. You could choose to meet your biggest fan. By the terror, by the terror, is it really, really you? He'll join your crew and he'll give you gifts if you're willing to put up with this constant commentary. I can't believe I get to stand near you, breathing the same air. I've got to have every molecule. My favorite trait is kid stuff. You have to pay some credits to support your parents, but they're very sweet and it's really fun to go visit them. Honey, we got ourselves a visitor. Oh my god! I came across some hostile zealots in space, but because I had chosen a trait that made me the same religion as them, I was able to get by without any issues. There's another great one that gives you a damage buff when your health is low, but mercenaries will randomly show up and try to kill you. No matter what you choose, there will be plenty of ways for you to tell your story. And if you want to remove a trait, there are ways to do that too. What a view! It's a feast for the eyes. Off we go to another adventure. We'll let you discover that on your own. Once you've built the perfect character, that's when your journey can really begin. We took what we loved about skills and perks from our previous games and put them together to create an all-new skill system. Each time you level up, you get a skill point, which can be used to unlock or rank up skills. Ranks are unlocked by completing challenges associated with that skill. Challenges become increasingly difficult as you work your way to higher ranks. With our five different skill trees and four ranks per skill, there's a lot to choose from. I like the xenosociology skill because it lets you mind control aliens. Boost pack out of the gate. I'm boost packing everywhere. I like maxing out my physical tree so I can get neuro strikes and just punch my way through combat. That one's a lot of fun. Invest in the skills that suit your playstyle. I'm very much a stealth player, so I'm out there pickpocketing everyone. My favorite part about being stealthy is slowly creeping through vents like you're in a movie and then jumping out and springing on people. Whenever possible, I like to talk my way through situations. This area's off limits. Fine, I'll issue you an access card. I'm more of a run-and-gun player. I like doing the death-from-above thing where I boost pack over guys and I throw landmines at them. I like blowing stuff up. Ah, 
Exploration is a key aspect of all our games. In Starfield, there are full star systems with new life, resources, and adventures. Our team worked hard to strike a balance between fun and realism. We studied data from NASA and a multitude of other sources to help us make the world feel <coughs> You can see where they've taken stuff from star From the way we well approached planetary atmospheres mm. to the way we placed biomes based on the planet's distance from the, the sun. I think the shooting very much feels like the Once uh, we created a grounded world, we can start looking at all the things that make that world fun. Because there is a... When you leave a planet and head into space, your first person sort of uh, combat mode navigating on there as asteroid well. fields. It's not just flying having chance meetings space. with interesting strangers. What's well, nice? It's sort of fighting in space um, and exploring derelict ship ships. For a so at least it's believable that you're in there to do that as well. I'm not just going from point A to point B. It's there. all out there. So that was a problem on Destiny. Ultimately, you never, uh, you it's know, about you got different ships, curiosity. But it was cosmetic. Because whether it's on mm. the surface of a planet, the alleys of a city, or the vastness of space, you never know what you'll find. Space exploration is possible thanks to your ship. Your ship is almost like having another character or home you can make all your own. I think you'll be blown away by the amount of stuff you can do. You can buy a ship. I'm sure you can find something you like. Customize and upgrade that ship. And hire a crew to keep it up and running. And it all starts in spaceports. Every spaceport has a ship technician where you can purchase, sell, and modify ships. Anything I can help you with? Maybe you start off with a speedy fighter that's perfect for bounty hunting. Then you might round out your ship roster with a hulking space freighter to run cargo missions, or even do a little smuggling. For now though, we're going to take our starting ship, the Frontier, and make some changes. You can customize and upgrade everything you see here. And you have two ways to do that. You can quickly upgrade individual systems like your weapons or shields, or you can deep dive and enter the shipbuilder mode. Here you can change anything from the systems to the look and layout. Adding a new habitat module can give you more room for crew. Adding cowling can change your ship's overall silhouette. An improved grav drive allows for longer distance space jumps. You can even fully customize your paint job to get the exact look you want. The parts you choose to build with don't just affect your ship's stats. They'll also affect what you can do inside your ship. You can have modules for crafting or for storing and displaying your weapons. Starfield's in-game ship manufacturers bring their own look and feel to every piece of your ship. From living quarters to cargo holds, mess halls, and control rooms. Our modified Frontier is a practical ship, but with a little creativity, your ship can look like almost anything you want. It's a bit odd, but one of my favorite ways of customizing ships is um, I make them look like animals. The HMS Platypus, as I called it, 
where it had a, like a giant tail to it. And we've done spiders, we've done mechs. So it's really whatever your imagination is. And while you can build your home among the stars the way you want to, you're probably not the only person who will call your ship home. Ready to lift off when you are, Captain. Engines ready. The Frontier is fueled and ready, Captain. Some of the members of Constellation can join you on your journey. These companions can serve on your crew, and they'll always be there when you travel. We'll be traveling together until we either find an artifact or this lead runs dry. Each companion comes with their own valuable skills for your ships and outposts, as well as unique quest lines. Eventually, some friendships might blossom into romance. I don't know that I've ever really loved anyone except you. And if you're looking for a little extra help on your ship, you can always hire additional crew at spaceports. Got any room on your ship for someone like me? You'll also meet potential crew members out in the world. Still think there might be a spot for me on your ship? I gotta get off this rock. Assign crew to your ship or outposts, and their unique skills will affect how they run. And just like companions, most crew members can lend a hand in the field. Take Bosco, for instance. He's designed around the, the core basics of a NASA machine. Please avoid getting shot. You might die. I still wanted to give it almost a humanoid personality, so I elongated the limbs. This tends to make him feel more human-like and give him a little personality. It is a shame. Exploration requires so much bloodshed. Using the shipbuilding tools and crew selection features in Starfield, you'll be able to build and captain the ship of your dreams. And I mean, now, it's a really detailed game, sky. you know, the puddles on the ground, the crew with dirt on them and stuff like that. Mm. It's not all squeaky clean space, is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's another lorry. That was a motorbike. We're putting you in the cockpit of your very own spaceship and telling you that you can do pretty much anything. And that is really cool for us as developers. Spaceflight should be exciting and dangerous. And you should feel like you're in complete control every step of the way. We've extended that sense of control to ship combat. It's not about just hitting your triggers to fire your weapons. It's a complex dance between your piloting skills and our power allocation system. Boosting power to your engines will make your ship faster. Powering up the ground drives will shorten the amount of time it takes before you can make a jump. And moving your power to your weapons and shields means you're ready for a fight. You should always be on your toes because you're not alone out there. Unlocking the targeting control system skill will allow you to zero in on specific subsystems of the ship you target. 
after destroying an enemy ship, you can loot the remains from your cockpit. You can always turn any ship that engages you into scrap. But you can also take a more personal approach by docking with the enemy vessel and boarding their ship. Once you've taken control of an enemy ship, it's yours. Add it to your fleet and retrieve it at any spaceport. But space is way more than fighting for your life. Just like when you're planet-side, there are plenty of sights to see and stops to make on the way to your next adventure. Like these massive star yards. Walk the halls, talk to the crew, maybe get talked into buying a whole new ship. A civilian in my star yard. Let's see about getting you a proper ship, one worthy of you. Maybe you'll dock with a gigantic battleship, like the UC Vigilance. Or rub elbows with the galaxy's wealthy elite. Can I feel like it should be an advert coming up saying, do you want to know more? <laughs> there are plenty of personal encounters to be had as well. Positions. You can hail any ship you come across, so trade, swap info, or maybe even commit an act of piracy. Yeah. Let's do this. When I'm playing, I generally go crazy. Um, I definitely go like the more piracy routes. Um, I want to I mean, take over take ships. Ship, I'm going to board ships. I'm like, this is now mine. I steal all the sandwiches and put them you know, in my cargo hold that I have specifically for sandwiches. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play the hero, um, but I want to go out and just start taking things from people as quickly as possible. Some strangers might be looking for a little human connection in the darkness of space. Hello, stranger. I just finished cooking up some food. If you want to come on over, just pop on by. Some of the best moments are the ones you discover on your own. The thing I love most about Starfield is that it is a Bethesda game through and through. It's really about going to strange new places, meeting interesting people, and getting sidetracked on zany adventures. Mm. Then, realizing two hours later that you're involved in a completely new story. You're human. We thought we were the only ones to leave Earth. That DNA is so present here. It's in our random encounters, it's in our handcrafted quests, and it feels so cool to play it and just make your own path in this universe. There are over a thousand planets out there just waiting for you to visit. We want you to feel like explorers, breaking ground on new planets, exploring every inch of a mostly untouched galaxy. We want you to feel hopeful. We want you to feel this sense of awe and wonder, and sometimes a little fear. We're giving you a massive playground and a ton of toys and just setting you free. everybody we were showing you so much stuff but we thought we'd just take a little break and show you something a, a little bit different you know we put so much detail into our game worlds and we love the opportunity to bring that into the real world with our collector's editions and for this game uh we've done a watch 
It is the Constellation Explorer's Watch. Um, this is the watch that you actually get in the game that acts as part of your HUD, where it's the compass and then environmental information. It connects to your phone to give you notifications and other information. And we've also designed this really cool case that it comes with, uh, Eastvon. Yeah, we really took as much care in designing this case as we did the watch. Our attention to detail in the game uh, totally translates to this. Inspired by the cases that the astronauts used during the Apollo era to bring back samples from the moon. It's got an intricate locking mechanism, authentic, heavy, comes with a constellation patch, NATO strap, and the overall functionality and believability of this as something that would exist in the world, in the Starfield universe. Oh, and hey, take this. You'll find it very useful out there, and it even tells the time. We actually have something else. Now that we're part of Xbox, we get to work with the amazing people on the Xbox hardware team, and together we have created this custom limited edition Starfield controller. It's awesome. It is now, you know, our favorite controller. We love this because it's inspired by the actual controls of your spaceship. And not only that, my headset. we've created the first ever custom headset with Xbox. And this is a perfect pairing with that controller. In every one of our games, we always put so much care into all those little details that breathe life into our worlds. But Starfield isn't just a Bethesda Game Studios world, it's a Bethesda Game Studios galaxy. So why go this big with Starfield? Because we want to give you freedom on a galactic level. The freedom to experience both the exciting planets and the quiet ones. Scanning a planet before you land is a great way to get a sneak peek at the available resources you can use for crafting, building, and customizing. I think what's cool about this whole system that we, we generate the planet itself as a procedural content, but the handcrafted content itself comes as the player explore. Our system builds a planet as the player approaches it. We stitch together a block of terrain. After that, we have the system that adds interested locations for the player to explore, creatures to encounter, or and plants to pick up. It allows us to add that touch of environmental storytelling that Bethesda is known for. Aggressive creatures have been disrupting our experiments. Their habitat isn't far from here. If you could take care of them for us, we would be in your debt. So even if your friends were to visit the same planet that you had, you would have a different story to tell.
It's completely up to you how you want to interact with each planet. Whether you want to explore and see what you can find, harvest resources and be on your way, or simply take in the views. With the help of your scanner, you'll chart the uncharted and discover exotic wildlife. If you have the skills, you can even figure out that certain creatures and plants, you can build an outpost and produce resources from those plants and animals. You can get experience and rewards for fully surveying planets and fully surveying a whole system. When we were concepting these creatures, we really wanted to think of them as natural to the environment. We didn't want alien monsters. We wanted native wildlife, something you've never seen before. When it comes to our exteriors, when the sun moves, all that light is calculated in real time through the atmosphere. Our biggest goal for lighting with Starfield was to make the game feel more filmic, to use lighting and color to really make it feel more cinematic. After some exploring, you can find a spot to set up a base camp. Outposts can be built almost anywhere on any planet. And the habitat modules come in all shapes and sizes, filling all different purposes. You can even live in them. Assign crew and companions to work at your outposts for added bonuses and set up extractors to harvest resources while you're away. Something cool we have this time is we have a new fly cam where you can toggle between on-foot building or you can now use a top-down isometric camera which helps plan out larger parts of the outpost and placing those larger halves. So that way you can really plan your structures and what the overall feel of your outpost is. And then when you're on your feet, you can really decorate and fine-tune things much easier. Add crafting and research stations in your outposts to utilize any resources you find or already have. Mod your weapons to adapt them to your playstyle. Different weapon sights and scopes. Larger magazines. A selection of grips and barrels. Different ammunition like explosive rounds. All you stealth players out there will surely need a suppressor. You can also choose to go hands-on with melee weapons. I think it's always a delicate balance between like what's realistic, what's sim, and what's Hollywood. And I think we sort of err on the side of like what's fun for the player. With Starfield, we've completely overhauled our combat. It's more dynamic, the animations are more fluid. 
it just feels great. We probably have more mods and more weapons in this game than <laughs> I want to say any other game we've done before. There's a lot of variety. Upgraded gear is just one of the many factors to pay attention to when engaging in combat. You may need to switch things up based on your environment. Gravity is different for each planet, and boost packs are excellent for getting around. And for giving you an edge in combat. Sometimes you'll even feel like you're flying. Zero-gravity environments pose a different challenge. Firing a ballistic weapon in zero-g will actually push you backwards. Energy weapons, on the other hand, offer a more stable shooting experience. We also have mag weapons. These are high-powered electromagnetic induction ballistic arrays. Each barrel has its own targeting laser and can dish out some serious damage. Whether you want to get up close and personal with your own two fists, or you like more compact weapons like pistols and submachine guns, or maybe you prefer something bigger. Starfield's got you covered. Thanks again for being with us today. We are just so grateful that you've taken the time and spent it here. I know there was probably a lot to take in. There's a lot to the game, even more than we could show here. You know, as we play it, we're always sharing these unique and special moments that only a game like this can bring. When I think about what makes it special, it really is the people here. This game is a reflection of the incredible and passionate team that made it. All of them putting something special of themselves into it. So let's hear some of their favorite moments. I love the way that our final combination of all the new tech has come together to create some of the most beautiful sunsets and sunrises we've ever had in any of our games. I love the creatures, the exploration, every biome is different. The word that comes to mind is vast. I like to use our photo mode to take rock star photos. I just love that constant feel of discovery and wow, I can't believe that there's more here. I'm most excited about our outpost building systems. My favorite part is every time you step out on a planet, 
it's a unique experience. You spend all this time building your ship and you see it on the landing pad. These things are gigantic. It's the kind of thing that you just can't get anywhere else. There's something about seeing a tower over in the distance and going, I know the gravity's low here. I think I can make that jump. My favorite part is biomes, spaceships, audio design, planets, the day-night cycle. Those details matter to me. Diplomacy, exploration, freedom, the ending, Vesco, obviously. I love the robot so much. The incredible amount of worlds we created. Sniper rifles, come on. Lever action, <laughs> rocket launcher, brain sprout. I love, but some people might find creepy. I don't know. I know it's right, Ben. The thing that I enjoy most about the game is the freedom to be who you want to be, do what you want to do. It's what you've come to expect from a Bethesda title, but on a much bigger scale. On behalf of all of us, we can't wait for you to play Starfield and make your own special moments. Five days earlier access with the uh, Super Duper Pack version, though. Mm. Well, hats off to percent for that game, that looks amazing. Mm. I think when people seem to think that PlayStation, you know, they, they have their great games that they can support in the next year, and, they run them to Xbox, but I think they have done themselves this time. There's a lot of stuff there that they can count on. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, a lot of people mock Xbox saying that we're going to see new games. Well, other than Fable, and you've got most of your Forza, which is obviously a continuation, and Microsoft Flight Sim. There's a lot of new content, but I think the next couple of years is where they're going to start showing all of the innovation that they've done with buying all of these uh, studios, because you can't just buy your studio and immediately have a lot of games ready. No. I mean, about to be another new IP, you've got that couple of revolution. There's, you know, there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. But there's a lot of games out there that are coming. Mm. I'm not convinced they're all 100% just Xbox or, say, Overwatch will be. No, there was some of those the same that bounced. That's why, for example, it didn't have um, Alan Wake on the today that was on the PlayStation event the other day. 
So there's no need for him to watch any more about that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah and vice versa, really. But the Game Pass, a lot of it, they're all on Game Pass, so... Yeah. Really, really interesting there. Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, Game Pass is great value, as it? I also think that um, PlayStation Premium's well, uh, extra is good, mm. excuse me, it's good value, not necessarily premium, because that just gets you some older games. But, um, you know, the PlayStation Extra's definitely um, good as well. But, yeah. You know, to me, they're both essential. <clears throat> if you've got PlayStation and Xbox, you need both of those. I mean, at some point in the future, if I can can do it, obviously the only game on the PlayStation I really want to play will be Final Fantasy Rebirth, which is a part of the ongoing saga of the remake. But yeah, but don't you want to also like play like God of War Ragnarok and stuff like that? Well, I, well, I played I played the first one, so but you know that's one item that's going to be that's going to be tied to PlayStation. Mm. I can't see that ever going across to Xbox. No. And have you played Spider-Man? Yeah, I've got Spider-Man in the first game. Yeah, have you got Miles Morales? No, that didn't interest me, to be fair. But it's like, it's horses for courses again, but I know Rebirth will not be on the PS Pro, will it? Mm. So, yeah, I'm quite impressed. I didn't get to see the uh, PlayStation one. I did watch some of it this morning, looking at Spider-Man 2 other bits and pieces but they say the last bit was what I was really interested in was well it was the unfortunate thing that the PS Pro will not get Final Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth yeah that's a shame but they're just trying to make you upgrade I mean I must admit you know the uh, new uh, Xbox Series S the black mm. I don't I can't understand why Microsoft don't do a very simple thing the way that PlayStation are supposed to be doing it with the new version of the digital console, which is to release a disk drive for it. Mm. Because I think there's been there'd be loads of people who have got a Series S who would buy a disk drive. Yeah. But I think it's a good move to put a one terabyte hard drive in there because how on earth anybody manages with five hundred and twelve gig on their players on their xbox well at the moment i just i don't have a hard drive for the um you know series x yeah so we haven't got the memory card have you no they're too expensive no i mean i keep looking at them but if i was going to get one i'd get the two two terabyte one now but that's yeah. really expensive so yeah so i mean i did i deleted port to horizon the latest one I had to delete something to put Diablo on there. You see, do you buy Diablo disc or...? No. So, for my birthday, I picked up the Ultimate Edition. Right. Which, how much is that on the Xbox? 100 quid, isn't it? Or eight yeah, I did. Like that. I got it I got it for, um, I think it was about 70. What, CD keys or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean... I got the disc version of uh, mm. Diablo because I got that cheaper than I could get it anywhere else. Yeah. And when I came to install that, it wouldn't. You had, you did, you had some issues, didn't you? Yeah, I just kept trying to install it, and it and it kept saying 
even though I was telling it to install it on the internal drive, it kept um, saying you must install it on the internal drive and then I click yes and then it would just not do anything. Mm. So in the end, I said no, install it on the hard drive and then it installed it onto the hard drive that I've got attached to it because I've got a four terabyte hard drive attached to my Xbox. Uh, yeah. His X. And then it loaded onto there and then I just copied it across to the internal hard drive but it wouldn't copy straight onto the internal which mm. was really weird. I don't know if that was a beta thing, you know, because obviously we're in the beta program for the uh, operating system. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I saw your, your issues. I mean, I, I left it downloading. I was, it was ready to play quite in, late in the evening. Yeah, um, I didn't get to play mine until the next day, which I was really hacked off about. And, yeah, I'm, I say we'll talk about it more next week, in the next show, but it's um, great. <laughs> Let's put it this way. It's totally stopped me playing other games. Anything that gets you stopped playing Destiny is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but No, I'm really enjoying Diablo. Um, Starfield. It's going to be a difficult decision between the two to think about my um, game of the year. Well, I'm now going for my ultimate console. That one. I've got a picture of you, so I can't see you. Oh, okay. Well, it's the Epicade handheld console. Uh, I picked that up actually. I've been looking at it for a while. It's a cartridge-based console, but it does all games. Mm -hmm. The proper licensed copies of them. Um, so I've got the the version of the first handheld because I've got two versions out, but it outputs yeah. the TV at seven twenty p mm. um, and then the cartridges are only like 15 16 pounds and you get you know 10 15 games on some of them some of them you only get a couple it depends upon what it is but they're all the older games so i thought well actually there's some quite good ones on there that i wouldn't mind uh, getting so i decided to invest in one um and i've got the atari collection one and two um, mm. IREM um, one, which is the only reason why I bought that is because it's got R type on it. Mm. Um, and I get, I think I got a Capcom collection or something in the special pack as well, or in the premium pack. So I've got four cartridges with uh, probably about uh, 50, 60 games on. Mm. It's not bad. But I got it for half the price because I got the German version, which is the same as the English version, and even the writing on it's still in English as well. Mm. Uh, and there's, there's no region locking or anything like that on the cartridge, so I got that for seventy-eight quid. And I think that this version of the handheld was, when I looked at it, was about one hundred and forty-four. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but the uh, EX uh, version, um, the new version, is about 130 I think mm. but they've also got like a console version that sits under the TV and they're doing a limited edition Duke Nukem one which is going to be limited to 2000 so mm. I actually ordered that for the TV um, but that's not until November uh, but I've, they've said that you know I've got one of the 2000s you can't get it now <laughs> so I'm quite pleased that I uh, went for it when I did 
Yeah, yeah. Because so, I'm quite sure it'll probably be uh, one of those things that will appreciate in value, given that it's a limited edition. Mm. But no, that wasn't that was a, a, a good showcase. Definitely. Yeah, definitely better than last year. Yeah, yeah. Didn't take much doing, to be fair, but it was better than. No, but they. I think. I think what's what they advertised. I think we're coming to the end of what that petition was from that point of view, anyway. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, really, really good. Yeah, I wish I'd bring back that dragon game that they cancelled. Because that looked good. Do you know the one where it was... Uh, was it Xbox One that they were advertising it for? And then they, they cancelled it. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm with you. So, maybe we'll see it one day. Anyhow. Okay, do you want to do the outro then, Steve? Yeah, so, as normal, um, Xbox, Steve 07, the real Steve 07 on PlayStation... Our YouTube channel and Instagram is The Vinyl Cues. That have been coming from me. Uh, for me, it's H-E-R-J-U-K on everything, but don't forget you can uh, also catch us on the on, on the YouTubes. On YouTube at Pop Culture Gamers, We've, uh, you can just type in youtube.com forward slash popculturegamers. On Twitter, uh, Pop Culture Gamer. Um, that's you know, and also don't forget about our Facebook uh, group as well. So there's uh, lots that you can uh, get involved with there, and also don't forget to like and subscribe, and also share this video as well if you've enjoyed uh, our commentary uh, on it as well, such as it was because we kept quiet for a lot of it because a lot of it was quite new footage. Mm. So yeah, okay. Well, in that case, then uh, it's a good night from me, and a good night from him. Good night. Good night, guys.